Oh, baby, what a show. Oh. All right, that sounded too, like, afterglow-ish. Hey, welcome. We're, we're, this is an afterglow. This is, this is starting glow. We're just getting going. Hi, this is Harlan Williams. You're on the Harlan Highway podcast. We're just getting started. You can have some afterglow at the end of the podcast. How's that? Uh, big show today. Dr. Debbie Timer is here. Life coach Dr. Debbie Timer. She's taking phone calls to try and help callers and listeners with their everyday issues. So she'll be along. Also, the Harland Highway question of the day. And this one's kind of intense. It's, it's kind of like a, a moral question of the day. Well, you got to ask yourself, uh, what would you do in this moral situation? Uh, also, uh, we are talking about uh, Elon Musk. Do you know Elon Musk? This guy is a, a big... Uh, a big inventor, a scientist, a entrepreneur. This guy's carving a new path for humanity. We're going to be talking about uh, Elon and uh, all that he's done and also about something new that he's undertaking, something that I'd kind of warned about uh, a while back. So a very interesting show today. Let's get it going. Put your helmets on. This is the Harland Highway. <laughs> Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harlan Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, man, baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harlan Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, and I'm your life coach. I am my baby's mother's sister's daughter, and it's time to get a life. Your life. Well, hello everybody. I'm Dr. Debbie Thimer, and I want to welcome you here today where we're going to talk about things going on in your life that might be upsetting or might be slowing you down. We'll talk about relationships, sexuality, emotional problems, anything that's on your mind because I'm Dr. Debbie Timer and I am your life coach. And we'll be taking calls from all over the country, so why don't we go to our board and it looks like we have someone from St. Louis. Uh, looks like we have Sarah from St. Louis. Hello, Sarah. You're on the air with Dr. Debbie Thimer. Oh, hi. Is this Dr. Debbie Thimer? Yes, child. It's Dr. Debbie. How can we help you today with your life? Oh, oh my goodness, Dr. Debbie. I'm so nervous. My 
hands are trembling and my my ass cheeks are quivering. Okay, well, we usually have people that get nervous when they're on the phone for the first time and just relax, take a few deep breaths. Okay, Dr. Debbie, here I go. Okay, what are you doing, child? Um, I, I took some deep breaths. Dr. Debbie Thimer, just like you told me to do. Okay, okay, uh, child? Yes, Dr. Debbie? Uh, you don't... When I say take some deep breaths, they don't need to be that abrasive. Uh, let's try again calmly, slowly. Just take a couple of deep breaths. It'll help alleviate your anxiety. Oh, okay, Dr. Debbie. Take deep breaths, but slower. That's right, child. Okay, here I go. Okay, ch- you, uh, get, knock it off. Just forget the deep breaths. But I did it slower, Dr. Debbie Thimer. Oh, well, it, it was... Don't worry about the deep breaths. How can we help you today, my child? Well, Dr. Debbie, um, I'm a little nervous to talk about it. It's okay. That's, that's why Dr. Debbie's here, to help you with your issues and walk you through them. Dr. Debbie, um, I want to get an ultrasound. Oh, okay. Um, that's not so traumatic, child. That's a common thing to do. An ultrasound is not so ultra-realistic that, uh, you need to get all pent up about it. I know, Dr. Debbie. I don't think it's a big deal to get an ultrasound, but my boyfriend's really against it. Well, uh, you know, maybe you should explain to your boyfriend that it's a very, very important thing. I, I agree, Dr. Debbie. It's very important. It's, uh, it's critical to your mental health. It's critical to you developing and the child developing. Yeah, um, well, I don't know about the child, Dr. Debbie, but I really think it would help me develop... And I've really wanted to get an ultrasound for a long time. Well, that's it's very uh, smart of you to do that. And I wouldn't let your boyfriend uh, dominate you with this conversation when it comes down to your health. Well, thank you for supporting me, Dr. Debbie. And I really, I really, what should I say to my boyfriend? Well, I think you need to sit him down in a nice, quiet, calm, collective manner and just have a talk with him. Maybe hold his hand and say, uh, what is the name of your boyfriend? Oh, his name's Charles, Dr. Debbie Farmer. Okay, and you can just call me Debbie. Okay, Debbie Farmer. Just Debbie. Okay, Farmer. I I said Debbie, child. I'm sorry, Dr. Debbie Thimer. I get so nervous. (laughs) Okay, let's uh, stop the laughing 
and let's focus. So I want you to sit down with Charles and tell him that this is very important. The ultrasound is very important to the health and well-being of you and your child. Um, okay, I get the first part, Dr. Debbie, <laughs> but I don't get the second part. What do you mean the second part, child? Well, when you said it's good for my health and my child. Well, yes, you, I mean, even though your child is not of this world yet, your child has not been delivered into the world, uh, in the end, this will help check to see if there's any, uh, things we can do ahead of the curve, so to speak, to look out for uh, the child's health and well-being. Um, I'm still not sure what you mean by the child, Dr. Debbie. Well, I'm talking about the unborn child in your womb. Ew, that's, ew, what? I'm, I'm talking about your fetus inside of you. Oh, you're so funny, Dr. Debbie. <laughs> okay, let's stop the goddamn satan <laughs> satanic giggling, okay, child? What? But you said I had a child inside me, Dr. Debbie Thimer. And stop using my last name, Thimer. Okay, it's just Dr. Debbie. But I thought your name was Dr. Debbie Timer, Thimer. It, child, how far along are you? Um, well, I think I've saved $220. What does that mean? Y you said how far along am I for the ultrasound and I've saved $220. I, do I don't mean how far along... How far along are you? How far along is the pregnancy? Is the child? Pregnancy? Oh, Dr. Debbie! Stop the goddamn laughing, you celluloid nutfuck. <laughs> Dr. Debbie, that didn't sound nice. Well, your laughing makes you sound like you're possessed by Lucifer himself. Oh, Dr. Debbie! How far along is your goddamn child? Doc, I don't have a child, Dr. Debbie. What, what the hell are you talking about? You said you're saving up for an ultrasound for the unborn baby. Uh, no, Dr. Debbie. I, I'm saving up for the ultrasound, the new home stereo equipment on sale at Radio Shack. What? Yeah, the new ultrasound, it comes with a CD player, a digital DVD player, AM, FM radio, and it has old school cassette. Are you telling, child, are you telling me that the ultrasound is a goddamn stereo system at Radio Shack? Yes, and it's only $270, and I have $250, but Charles thinks I should spend my money on something else, and I'm glad you said that he... I... Okay, child, I thought you were talking about getting an ultrasound that looked through your the walls of your womb to check on your unborn child. Ew, I don't have an unborn child, and I don't want anyone looking into my womb hole. It's not a womb hole, it's a womb. Ew, 
You're not going to get... Are you pregnant, child? No, but you're freaking me out, Thimer. Okay, you do I'm getting an abortion this afternoon. You can't get an abortion if you don't have a child, you dumb, fucknard, shit monkey. Oh, that scares me, Dr. Thimer. <laughs> when I get scared, I giggle. <laughs> Stop giggling like a fucking washed-up jellyfish on Shit River. Oh, my God. I better go, Dr. Tyler. Hang up, you moronic idiot. I'm going to get my ultrasound whether you like it or not, fart face. Hang up, you dumbbag fucknard. Fuck you, Tyler. I hope my baby smells like your ass. What? What? Okay. You know, we're going to... We're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly with more life coaching. I'm your life coach, Dr. Debbie Thimer. Is that fucking moron gone? I'm almost glad she doesn't have a child because we don't need any more idiots like her in the goddamn world. God! We interrupt this program with some important North Korean breaking news. 남조선 호전 분자들은 모략 소동의 진실성을 부여하기 위해 긴급히 서해 다섯 개 선부군의 전투 함선들을 증강하고 전투기들을 출동시켰으며 전연 경계 부대들의 합동 경계 태세를 하달하는 것과 동시에 거기다비에 나갔던 남측고 선들을 모두 귀환시키고 주민들을 대피소로 몰아넣는 등 폭탄 소동까지 일으켰다. More on this breaking story as it develops from North Korea. Well, speaking of news, not North Korean news, but, um, you know, North American news, the kind we can understand, man. Um, Do you like this Elon Musk guy? Elon Musk. Interesting last name, Musk. Um, Kind of like the muskrat. He looks a bit like a muskrat with his spiky hair and his little pinchy face. But I like him. I like Elon Musk. This is the guy, if you don't know, who is the uh, the creator and founder of the Tesla Corporation, also SpaceX. He's pretty much revolutionized the space industry by uh, creating rocket ships that are, are lighter, faster, uh, reusable, cheaper. I mean, he's basically, uh, you know, t- taken away what NASA used to do and now does it as a private company. NASA now uses SpaceX to deliver its payloads to the pay station, to the uh, space station and um, other various uses for getting out into orbit. But uh, this guy is just a revolutionary thinker, and I wish there was more of him in the world. Maybe there are more of him in the world, but I guess a lot of revolutionary thinkers just never get a chance to, you know, rise up to, to the surface. And this is a guy that somehow through uh, grace and, and will and uh, wherewithal has done it. And uh, he's also now uh, he's also now got a thing where he's created solar tiles, 
instead of the giant solar panels for people's roofs, which are were kind of unbecoming. You know, they're 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 very in your face. They're big. They're cumbersome. They don't have any cosmetic appeal. They're just these big giant plates on the roof of your house. Well, Elon Musk, uh, and you should go online and look at this, has developed a type of tiling for your roof that doesn't look dissimilar to the tiling that's out there that already exists. But what this genius has done is he's made each tile a solar receptacle, a solar panel. And he's made them very cosmetic. They're actually beautiful. In fact, they're more beautiful than existing tiles on on roofs. They actually take roofs to a whole new level. They actually take uh, houses that look uh, so-so, and when you slap Elon Musk's new roof tiles on the house, it actually makes the house look more beautiful. So here's a guy who had the smarts to combine uh, the cosmetics with the practical application. And so now you have a roof that's totally solar functional, but nobody in the neighborhood would know. And instead of having like 15 giant solar panels on your roof, now you've got like, you know, 1,200 beautiful ceramic tiles that blend in organically and just look like the, the normal roof of your house. You got to see them. So this guy's always thinking. He's a forward thinker. He's, he's doing things that benefit all of us in the end. Not only is he making things look better, he's making them making things faster, cheaper, uh, more economical, reusable, recyclable. He's, use, he's he's encouraging using the uh, you know the sun and all its solar power, which is free. Um, and he wants to he wants to get into space. He wants to he wants to put a colony on Mars within the next 20, 30 years. I mean, these are the type of people that, that really forge a path to the future. I mean, if you think of our everyday lives as a jungle and you're hacking your way through the jungle with a machete, well, most of us are just sitting around the campfire. I hate to say it. You know, we do little things that may be innovative and, and you know, we plant a tree in our backyard. We wash our car. We, you know, but this guy's like, he's not sitting at the campfire, folks. This is a guy that's got a machete and he's chopping his way through the jungle. He's carving a path for the rest of us to follow. And you got to admire that, man. You got to admire that. That that's a that's a really special individual. And what what I like about him is, you know, his his vision isn't just to put money in his pocket to create a, just another consumer product that we all buy and he gets rich his vision is for the planet his vision is for the future of humanity this is a guy who's creating products that are stepping stones to the future of the human race there's not a lot of people like that out there Here's a guy that, that, that's trying to harness the sun and use its energy to help save our existing planet from all the contaminants and pollutants and toxins that are spewed 
by the billions of tons every year into our environment. Here's a guy that's trying to find a way to get to the next planet, to colonize, to expand humanity, to maybe relieve the pressure of humanity on this planet and move part of the population to another planet. There's also another project he's working on is this crazy, uh, like a tube, an underground tube that uh, takes people at a rapid speed from one city to another. They're, they're like tunnels. They're like those, those mail um, tubes. That you, those, in the old movies, you see people put mail tubes into another tube that sucks the tube up to another floor and delivers the mail. Well, Elon Musk wants to use the same application to suck people through tubes in small little cars or whatever, like subway cars or whatever. I don't know how they're designed, and move people rapidly just using the uh, pressure of the air. So really cool. But here's what I wanted to talk to you about in in keeping with uh, Elon Musk. Um, let's listen to, uh, to this uh, very interesting new development that he's working on, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. Have a listen. Elon Musk wants to link human brains with computers. The CEO of SpaceX and Tesla Motors is exploring just such a connection through another company he has launched called Neuralink. Musk has taken an active role in developing what he calls neural lace technology, which involves installing tiny electrodes in the brain to transmit thoughts. It wasn't clear what type of products the company will produce, but they are expected to have medical applications such as treating brain disorders like epilepsy or major depression. Wow, pretty cool, right? Well, let's let's read about this guy. I mean, this is great. Elon Musk's Neuralink wants to plug into your brain. Electric cars dotting the planet, rockets racing to Mars, solar panels eliminating oil dependency. If there's anything else this entrepreneur has on his to-do list, He'll have to also invent life extension technology just so he can stick around long enough to get everything done. Well, I hope he does because this is the type of guy you want to stick around and keep inventing things. As I said, this guy's forging a path for all of us. And now there's another venture, creating micro implants that once inserted in the brain can not just fix conditions such as epilepsy, but potentially turn your brain into a computer-assisted powerhouse. Time to screen the Matrix, people. It is kind of Matrixy, isn't it? So let's read about this. Musk is said to be investing in a new company called Neuralink, according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. Late Monday, he confirmed that the idea was in motion. Neuralink's focus is on cranial computers or the implanting of small electrodes through, the, through brain surgery that beyond their medical benefits would, in theory, allow thoughts to be transferred far more quickly than, say, thinking a thought and then using thumbs or fingers or even voice to communicate that information. Well, that, you know, I hate to sound like I told you so, but... You know, I did a whole thing last year talking about how it's just a matter of time until they start uh, putting chips inside of us. I hope some of you remember that. I had, I had a few people call me in and say I was a nutbag. 
But I called this probably over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I did a couple of podcasts talking about how it won't be long until when we're born, we're going to have the option of putting chips into our children. And in our lifetime, as adults, we're going to have the option of having chips put into our bodies. Believe me, I've said it. All this technology is melting down to a microchip size where the idea of carrying phones and iPads and all this nonsense is, is going to be obsolete. The technology will be living under our skin. I made that, that point and that argument a while back. So this, this looks like it could be, you know, part of that wave. So let's continue here. The topic has clearly been on the big brain of Musk, 45, who is already busy wrangling the ambitious plans of Tesla, trying to make all uh, cars more practical with solar energy, and SpaceX, whose rockets are winning government contracts, but whose mission is decidedly focused on Mars. Musk has also come up for the idea, and here's the thing I was talking about, for Hyperloop a high-speed transportation system being pursued by other companies that Musk is working with. So there you go. Fascinating stuff, man. Um, this guy, this guy is, uh, you know, this, this, this is what, this, this is the, an example of what I talk about, human ingenuity. If every human being woke up every morning and tried to look for answers and solutions and things that were good and positive and forward motion, can you imagine what the, this planet would be like? Instead of people waking up and, and trying to be bad and be criminals and, and ISIS and killing and murdering and plotting and ploying... I wish I wish our government worked like this, where they, 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 you know, our government, there was a time when our government was like, let's go to the moon, let's build highways, let's develop the car, let's, in, let's, in, let's develop the, uh, the air, uh, the airline system, let's develop the, let's put train tracks across the whole country, let's, you know, it felt like there was a time when the government was kind of behind all these initiatives. And the government got things done and pushed things. And now it's like, now you gotta you gotta get these like kind of independent billionaires to push the needle because the government's so damn ineffective. It's almost like like Musk is like, screw the whole government. Let me just do my thing. I'll get more done. Ugh. So good for you, Elon Musk, and uh, good for humanity. Hopefully. And part of your, some of you are probably going, well, there's the dangerous side. I mean, you really don't want, you know, if they can, if they can hack into your phone and into your cameras in your phone and, you know, what if they hack into your computer chips in your brain? True. I'm not denying it. That all that stuff could happen. There's, there's, there's the dark and negative side of technology. You're a fool if you don't factor that in and think about it. So something to think about, but. Meanwhile, we got to keep moving forward. We just can't sit still because of our fears, right? Got to keep forging onward and figure out ways to deal with the bad and the good. So there you go. Elon Musk. What a man. Oh, dude, you got a tattoo. What? <laughs> so did you, dude. No. 
Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet! <laughs> what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! <laughs> what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! <laughs> what about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude! What does mine say? Sweet! Idiot! The Harland Highway question of the day. All right, here it is. The question of the day. It, it, it might be a bit of a moral question. I don't know. You be the judge. But I got into a conversation the other day with a friend of mine. And somehow the conversation led to, like, children. If you had children... Uh, would there be anything that you wouldn't support if, if they were your kid, you know how you're supposed to have like carte blanche love, like, you know, unconditional love for your kid. You're supposed to support your kid no matter what they do. And so, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the option of being a stripper or being a porn star came up. And, and I said to my friend, I, I said to her, I said, look, I, 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 would n- I couldn't support my kid if he or she became a porn star or a porn actor or whatever, or even a stripper, whether it be a, a boy or a girl. I said, I, I just wouldn't feel good about that. I would not support my child in that. And she was like, what do you mean? You got to support your child no matter what. Don't be so judgmental. And I'm like judgmental. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to help the child. I'm trying to guide the child by saying, "Hey, you know what? This might not be a good uh, decision in life. This might not be a good life choice. This might lead down a road to nefarious things and negative things and questionable things, and it it might scar you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually." And, and I, I would not, I would not jump up and down and go, hooray, my daughter's in porn movies. Hooray, my daughter's a stripper. Hooray, my son's a Chippendales dancer. I mean, why would I support that? But my, my friend got on me and she was like very kind of adamant that I was being judgmental and that I was, I, I was, why she was like, why are you like that? And how could you be like that? You should support your kid. If my kid came to me and said she was a stripper in the porn movies, I'd, I'd support her. I'd get behind her. And I was like, well, God, I wouldn't. I'd feel like I'd be derelict in my duty as a parent. I, I feel like I, I would, uh, the, the need to protect my child and guide my child and instruct my child towards a better lifestyle, towards a better, uh, towards better ends. And I guess you can make the argument, well, you know, you can't tell people how to be and you can't control your kids and everybody's got to do what they got to do. And I totally agree with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that feels like you got to follow your heart. You got to follow your passion, whether you're, you know, an Elon Musk or a Chippendales dancer. But I would much rather get behind an Elon Musk child than a daughter that 
went every night down to Cheetah's or the Peppermint Rhino and took her clothes off for a bunch of pervy dudes or a son that was part of the ensemble of the Thunder from Down Under and wiggled his beef in women's faces for a living. But I guess I was a bit taken aback at how how kind of mad my friend was at me for not saying I would show support for a child that, that went down a, uh, a road that necessarily wasn't the moral high ground road. That wasn't a, a career that, uh, you know, was uh, held in high regard. And the reason I won't approve is not just because I'm I'm kind of morally don't like that. I wouldn't want to see my kid used and abused. And I wouldn't want to see my precious daughter have all these strange men putting their members inside of her on camera. And you know what else happens in porno movies. I guess every porno actor or actress is somebody's son or daughter. It's sad. I guess somebody has to do it. And I guess what's what's sadder is we've all watched a porno movie in our lifetime. So I guess that makes us all culprits. But I guess it's just, you know, the father in me, even though I'm not a father, it's the father in me saying, I don't want that to be my kid. I want, I want my kid to have a more upstanding life. And then, and then I hear myself say that, and I'm going, well, I'm, am I being judgmental? Am I, am I saying that all strippers and porno people are, are bad and trashy and not worthy? No, I can't say that because they're human beings. And I guess they fulfill a need, a service. And let's face it, in society, there's a there's a need, a desire for the sex trade and all that goes with it and all that it entails. And it's probably touched all of us at some point. I mean, which one of you hasn't looked at a naughty picture or a magazine or a video, right? I mean, good Lord. So I don't know where that leaves me, but God, I, I guess I just wouldn't wish that on my kid. I wouldn't want my kid to be in in that world, and, and therefore I wouldn't support it. If my kid came to me and said, Mommy, Daddy, will you come and watch my new porno movie with me? How do you feel about my porno? Please tell me I'm good. Please tell me I'm great. Please tell me you support what I do. I'd be like, you know what, daughter or son? I don't. I feel like you could have done something else with your life. I feel like you could have done something more. I feel like you could have done something where you're not offering yourself up onto the world as a product, as a piece of meat. I don't know. And it's hard to say that because, you know, I live in Hollywood, so I've, I've met strippers. I've met, I, I, have, I have a few friends that are porno actresses. I mean, if you live in Hollywood, you probably have met and are friends with some porno actresses or some, some playmates or whatever, you know. And they're, they're, you know, they're good, solid people. But I guess I just, 
I don't know. I wouldn't want my kid to do it. You know what I mean? And so here's the, that's why I'm asking the question of the day. Would you want your kid to do that? The question of the day is, are you being too judgmental if you come down on your kid or you don't support your kid? Are you being a bad parent? Or are you being a good parent by trying to guide them away from that lifestyle? That is the Harlan Highway question of the day. Ooh, and that, I think we'll leave it right there. That That's a deep one, man. That's a... That's a heavy one. Maybe Elon Musk should answer that one. Let's get Elon on the show. And uh, maybe, Roger, can we get Elon Musk on the show? Really, you know a guy who knows him? Really? Ooh, that, well, okay. Mark him in as a future guest because this guy blows my mind. Elon Musk. Let's get him in here and talk to him about, about life and the world and all this stuff. Mark that down somewhere, Roger. That's cool. I'm excited to get Elon Musk in here. Well, we'll get him on the phone at the very least, right? Right, Roger? We can call him? Yeah. Roger's giving me the thumbs up on Elon Musk, so there you go. Cool. All right, let's get to some uh, some damn uh, announcements here. Uh, this weekend, yeah, baby. April 7, 8, and 9. Yours truly. We'll be at the uh, the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach, in Virginia, right, right, just outside of Norfolk. All my all my uh, fans of uh, my movie, the Down Periscope movie I did. It's a submarine movie in Norfolk. I think it's the biggest navy yard in the whole country. I'm not sure, but I think I heard that it was the biggest navy base in the whole country. And so they have a lot of submarines there and battleships. And last time I was down, the uh, the crew of a nuclear submarine invited me on to go for a tour. How does that make you feel that I was in a nuclear submarine? Oh, what's this red button here? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, Harlan Williams on tour in a nuclear submarine. Not the smartest thing in the world. Uh, so that's a great city, a great town. I'll be at the, uh, the, uh, funny bone in Virginia beach, April seven, eight, nine. So come on out and see me all you folks. And then, uh, what else I got coming up? I think I got a, uh, Oh, I got the, uh, the, uh, gig out in, uh, Connecticut at the Indian casino. At a comedy club in the casino called Comics, C-O-M-I-X. That's going to be April 20th to the 22nd. So come on out, gang. Uh, You can go to harlowwilliams.com and all the uh, clubs are on my website. You can click on the link and buy your tickets ahead of time. Or if you need information on the club or the event, it's right there. Also, while you're there, check out harlowwilliams.com's merchandise store. We have some great gifts. And also, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com. We have a contact link there. I might read your email on the show. Or you can phone me, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. And that phone number is on the website, harlowwilliams.com. Also, check out my other website, thecousinsband.com. 
where you can find out all about uh, me and my cousin's new music CD or music LP. It's actually a digital download. You can get it on iTunes. I think we have 11 songs on there. And we're getting some really good feedback. Uh, our album's called Rattlesnake Love, so check that out if you have uh, the wherewithal to do that. And don't forget to get our free app on your cell phone, the Harlan Highway app. Just go to your app store, type in the Harlan Highway. Boom, you are there, baby. And uh, don't forget, if you want to hear all the episodes, uh, if you become a premium member for $20 a year, you get all the Harlan Highway episodes ever recorded, plus bonus material, stand-up material, interviews, yada, yada, yada. 20 bucks a year. You can join at the website, harlanwilliams.com. And thank you to all of you premium members that are out there as of now. So there you go. That's all we got for today. Shoot for the stars. And uh, until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. I'm going to get my ultrasound whether you like it or not. Fart face.